tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Recorded live. Okay, so today is June 2nd, 2016. It's a little after uh, 4 o'clock uh, in New York, New Jersey. I'm in New Jersey. Uh, me and Shauna, the uh, website queen, is on the call here. <laughs> and um, I believe Hello. it's session five, uh, five of uh, happily, not happily, we have the qualifying men. And um, well, I still owe her the happily ever after, but we're doing qualifying men right now. Uh, we are going to be doing our last portion of um, the top twenty differences between men and women. I was listening to uh, our previous session, which happened a couple of weeks ago now, and I recognized that we went through the, the first thirteen of them. So I'm just going to say them real okay. quickly, so we could. Okay. Um, you know, you know, you could be like, oh, yeah, and, and, and remember it, you know what I mean? So um, what we did was, um, you know, top number one, which is the difference between men and women, is uh, men need to feel uh, uh, successful and be successful. Women need to feel safe and secure. Number two, women are emotional, men are rational. Um, you know, y'all feel stuff. We use our emotions to make us do stuff. Uh, women are multitaskers and men are single-focused. Um you know, we, we our vision is so narrow, it makes y'all think we're stupid. Well, not you, but women often think we're stupid because we didn't see it, you know. Um, and then um, number four, women speak. Y'all are communicators. Men do stuff. Um, women are problem-oriented, uh, which is, you know, an only way to keep yourself completely safe and secure is to be able to see there's no problems. So you got to constantly be looking for the problems so you get to get them out of the way. Well, we are solution-oriented. We don't care about problems. But we, just, we know we're going to fix them anyhow. So, um, so that's that. Number uh, six is women are gatherers. I probably should say women are shoppers, but women are gatherers. Men are hunters. Um, you know, men single focus in their in their hunting, except for when it comes to relationships. Then women hunt and men and men shop. You know, so that's how that goes. And then um, number seven, women are indirect. Y'all y'all don't say what's on your mind. You're too busy worried about the impact of what you're gonna say. We don't care. We just talk. We don't even know to think about that. Uh, even when we in sales, we're like, what can I say? It's going to make a difference here, you know. Um, so, so that's how that goes. Number eight, uh, women are givers and men are takers. You all like it when we take, except for when you don't understand why we're taking, because you would not take. You would be too busy giving to maintain your relationships and uh, scratch people's back and all of that stuff. But women are givers, men are takers. Next, uh, men, women enchant. Y'all are enchantresses. I put enchanters, but probably I should call them enchantresses. And then uh, men are protectors. Um, so one of the things I love about us is we're great at protecting you when we do our job right. Um, uh, number 10, women are undisciplined. Um, if you don't feel like doing it, you ain't doing it. But y'all don't hold us, y'all hold us to a higher account on that discipline thing that you hold yourselves accountable. And we don't notice because we're too busy being disciplined to notice that you're, you may not be. And so... Oh, excuse me. 
so, yeah, we just got to be disciplined because, you know, somebody's got to be. And uh, the buck stops with us. We're never off duty, and we are always got your back. And you can do whatever you want, but, um, you know, if you change your mind, you don't want to do something anymore, we, it's our turn to go back to doing it. So we are disciplined. Y'all are undisciplined. Not all the time, but when you're undisciplined, you, you, you don't feel like doing the jack. So uh, and nothing anybody can do to make you do it because you can't do what you don't feel like doing. Next, <laughs> uh, women cheer, men promote. Y'all be like, yeah, you did such a good job. And we'd be like, yo, you did such a good job, man. I got to introduce you to my boys. <laughs> so, um, you know, we, we love the cheering. We don't notice that there's a difference, but there is a difference. And so I'm sharing it with you and anybody who does this program because you want to notice that when men are promoting, they'll even promote you mm-hmm. if you let them. You know what I mean? So um, so that's that. Women cheer, men promote. Um, uh Women are lazy. I keep looking. I've looked, man, I look at all kind of ways to say, how can I say something different from lazy? But I just got to keep going back to the times when y'all just be like, I don't feel like doing it. And then, you know. Oh, you, right. you, <laughs> yeah, because that's hard. I know. If you say lazy, you're going to have to say, like, I want to say emotionally driven, regardless of the impact. That would be, I don't feel like it. It was technically lazy, but <laughs> yeah, I, I know. That's a I, tough I, one. I know, I know, I know. I went and looked it That's up. You're in trouble. Uh, yeah, I know, I know. I looked it up in the. Uh, um, I looked up the word, then I looked up all the mm-hmm. synonyms and the thesaurus. I just, I just couldn't find anything that, like, you know, was that. So <laughs> I'm gonna do some more prayer on it. But right now, I'm sticking with y'all, are lazy, and, um, pray. You know, yes. and 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 men are relentless. You know, uh, like we just won't stop. When we want something, we got to do something. We, we just won't stop. It's even more than even more than than discipline. Discipline would be like we got to start. We got to act a certain way in certain situations. Relentless is we're not stopping until we get it. Y'all know how y'all will stop when you, if you don't get something. There will be times where you be like, I just I can't do it. I won't do it. I'm not doing it. Whatever. And like, yeah, I don't want to get in trouble. So, but. Uh, I gotta find a better word than that. And I'm looking, but right now I'm just saying that that's what it is. So, um, and sorry. Really quick, not to interrupt you. Um, no, it's okay. I mean, I'm just, I'm sure something more eloquent will come up. And I'm not yes. to interrupt you. However, I really think um, that this would be an awesome giveaway. Like, I don't know how willing you are to part with this out of course, but these are just because they're short and sweet, but they're so vital. Because you know, we started in a while ago, so going over them, like, even just revisiting, like, oh, yeah, and it's something that people need. Like, mm-hmm. what I would like to see, if you're, like, you know, a, a printout, and not only would it be simple, more simple to edit, then mm-hmm. um, it's probably something I could just kind of do, like, on the fly, you know what I mean? But, mm-hmm. um, you know, print this out, keep it in your pocket. You know? Yeah. Yes, that's, that's good. It'd be a good check. Yeah, yeah I, that might be a cool giveaway versus the e-books, the longer e-books, I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Got it. I mean, just think okay. about it. Let me marinate. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna go on mute in case you don't hear me. Okay. Okay. That's fine. All right. So then, uh, number thirteen, which is uh, um, which is uh, was it the last thing we did? Yeah. Number thirteen, I believe, was the last mm-hmm. distinction, which is uh, women are hesitant. Y'all hesitate before you do stuff, especially if you hesitate before you say stuff. And then, um, men are candid. We just to up front to realize that maybe we should, like, you know, chill out and relax and, like, think before we talk, you know. Um, uh, we say what's on our mind, and we really actually mean what we say when we say it most of the time. 
and uh, women are hesitant because you want to hedge your bets. You know, you're like, hey, I don't want to say blue because if I say blue before I know what color he likes, you know, I'm not, <laughs> I don't want to get in trouble. Then, then I got to deal with that, you know. So, like, y'all are hesitant. We, we're candid, and um, that's how that goes uh, with us. And um, so that's number 13, and now we're going to go from 14 to 20 and get started. So, you ready? Yeah, yeah you ready. Okay, good. All right, number 14. <laughs> women are mental, men are instinctive. Uh, women think about what they think about and then wonder what that means, then think about what that means, that they thought about what that means. Then remembers that her man said something so she forgets or gets distracted by the new thought, examines the new thought to find out what that means, changes her mind and goes back to her original thought, then the phone rings. Yeah, women's brains never stop moving. <laughs> Every thought is based on whether she's safe and secure or not. Her brain almost never shuts off on this or issue unless she's laughing, having sex, at least most of the time anyway, or somehow just got saved. Other than that, her brain is moving, moving, moving. <laughs> what did you mean by that? What did, what's that got to do with me? Do they like me? How do I get them to do what I want them to do? Will I ever get a call back from them? Why hasn't he called me yet? Your brain, these mental gyrations are probably eternal and infinite, but if it isn't, I bet it's pretty close. I will say uh, one other thing, though. Um, when a man puts his hands on a woman's body, shoulders, neck, something, that usually dominates so much because you can feel the energy in our hands especially that it's like everything else you were thinking about or focus on goes away. All of a sudden it's like you're being pulled magnetically by that guy. Have you ever noticed that for yourself? Yes, I agree. I'm sorry, it's been a minute to pull my thing down and hit the oh. yes. Yeah, but, you, but you've noticed that for yourself? You know you, what? You, I, was, <laughs> I was looking at the, someone and just seeing like, that is crazy, but it's very true. It's like, first of all, you're saying how we think about our thoughts, and that mm. go on maybe to the full power, you know what I mean? No, say that last piece and, of the time with muffle. You sounded a little muffled. Say it oh, again. sorry. We think about our thoughts, and I think that can go on to the 10th power. We think about our thoughts and our thoughts, thoughts, and so on. Oh, and so you're right. Like, it's, I know, it, it's, it's sad. So I'm so sorry for guys. <laughs> and, oh. uh, you know, that, you know, when the, like you're saying, the touch, like, it's funny because we just, like, all, it's funny how that, it's like disappears. It's like cotton candy, how it, like, it doesn't exist anymore. Like, oh, see this. So it's correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's amazing around that. Yeah, so uh, men don't know this. If they did, they would do this more often, you know. But but players know this. That's why, you know, one of the things a player gets taught, you know, when he's in, you know, pickup artist school is to touch a woman when he's flirting with her because he'll get 100% attention. So he touches her somewhere, you know, her, her, her hand, uh, really, between her elbow and her shoulder, and if he could touch her on the inner, inner part of her arm, and she does not react, that means he's in, she's distracted, but she's not going to let him know that she likes to touch, and, you know, he can move forward from there. That's one of the early warning signs of a player to figure out if he's dealing with somebody that's attracted to him or not. And so um, I'm just telling you that. So if you dealing with a guy that's really flirty and he, uh, and, and he touches you somewhere on your arm from – 
even if from, from the shoulder down to your fingertips. Um, usually they won't touch your hand, but they'll touch, like, the hand feels a little too personal, but if they'll touch between, you know, say, your wrist and your, the top of your shoulder, somewhere in there, and you like it, then he, he's thinking, oh, I can move forward. Okay, we, we're going somewhere. There's some, there's some chemistry going on here. So that's one of our, yep. you know, the player's skill sets in terms of figuring out whether he's doing the right thing or not, you know. Um, yeah, and then uh, it can't be a pushover, so he got to be, you know, a bit of a challenge. He'll be, like, you know, saying stuff and, and uh, kind of insulting you, but in a funny way, just to challenge you, you know. And uh, if you challenge him back, oh, she likes me now. Okay, so there's some chemistry here. She she respects me. She's, you know, fighting me, fights me, and finds me as a challenge, which is another thing. We want to be seen as a challenge because you all like challenges. And if you like challenges, and then, you know, you, you kind of win. You, you don't want to be handed the win. You want to, like, earn the win, even though you don't know that's how you want to win. You know, you want to earn the win, and then when you earn the win, you feel this chemistry because this guy is still smooth, he's funny, he's strong, you know, his chemistry. And then uh, next thing you know, whoo-hoo, you, you, you're, putting your, you're walking over to the shower, to, um, you know, putting your clothes back on after sex because you don't know what happened from the time you touched your shoulder to the time you walked to the bathroom. <laughs> that's just some of the skill sets, <laughs> some of the things that guys are not to play the game, some of the things that they do, you know what I mean? Um, then they listen to you complain so they could, so you can tell them what they should not be doing and avoid doing. And so there's a whole lot of things that go into that whole, that whole aspect, you know what I mean? But I'm just giving it to you now because I thought about the touch, and I'm like, let me just give you some, you know, at least, a, 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 you know, the first meeting skill sets for a guy that's a player so you can recognize him. Hey, you can still like it, but you you got to know that, um, you know, if he's a player, he's just going to be playing around, you know. Yeah. And he's good at the game. So, um, And plus, you know, that was one of the things I did. I had so much fun doing that. You have no idea. Um, so I'm complete now. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how we play the game, you know. I don't do that no more, but, I mean, I could. I'll, I'll do that with my woman, but I'm not going to be – you know, doing that, you know, with anybody else. I'm not stringing nobody along, you know, it sucks. Anyhow, men, on the other hand, look for solutions to their situations and either go with experimentation, experience, research, support, or instinct. Men check in with their internal mechanisms for guidance when it comes to doing something because they need to succeed at what they're doing. Nothing else matters when they're out to accomplish something. There's not much real thinking but there's plenty of observation and inspection so they can better ensure they're going to succeed or can change quickly so they can take advantage of what they learn from their inspections so that they can succeed. Nothing else matters. We're not thinking. We're going with our gut. So when a woman wants to share her feelings about something she's not happy about, unless she tells him she just wants him to listen to her and understand how she feels, he is going into this mindset and will offer her solutions to fix her problem because if he fixed her problem, she'd have nothing to talk about or feel bad about. And he's wondering <laughs> why this idea is so foreign to her because it seems so simple to him. So did I show you that video um, about the nail, not about the nail? But not about the what? Not about the nail. You know, like a hammer and a nail. There's a video, uh, a one-minute, 40-second 40 40 video about a woman who's complaining about the pain in her head. 
But oh, yeah. she got a nail she got a nail in her head and the guy wants to talk her out of taking the nail out of her head and she said, It's not about the nail <laughs> and she makes him wrong for trying to fix her. <laughs> you never saw that video? I gotta show you that video. Oh my god. No, I haven't. I love that video. It is so it is so perfectly how how in this case, how men and women are different. It's perfect, right? So anyhow. In order to take advantage of this difference that, uh, you know, women are intellectual, mental, and men are uh, uh, instinctive, um, you as a woman should either tell him that you don't want him to do anything but listen and let him fix your problem, or, excuse me, or let him fix your problem. Either tell him you don't, you don't want him to do anything but listen, let him know up front, I want to talk about stuff, and I just want you to hear me out. I just need to dump my stuff. Or let him fix your problem because he hasn't taken this program, and you have. Have mercy on his soul. On his side, he needs to remember his woman is always about feelings first, everything else second. And if he requires, if he acquires the habit of listening for what's important to her, she won't need to inform him to stop trying to fix her since he'll realize listening to her may be the best way to fix her situation since that's the most important thing she usually needs anyway to be listened to. So when you're doing all that intellectualizing and he's over there trying to help you because his instinct says solution, solve problem, be the answer, do it successfully. That's what he's thinking because that's how he's wired. He's a PC, not a Mac. You know what I mean? Yeah. Make sense? <laughs> it actually it does because that's what I found out when I started on the ranching side. Or, like you said, it's not what I'm looking for a solution. Like, just listen. And I noticed that. And it would be like, you know, oh, my gosh, why are you talking so much or something like that? And it's like, oh, because he's trying to figure out how can I fix like, no, 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 it's just, just listen. I'm just talking. Right. I'm doing right. it. So, yeah, I think, yeah, you have to kind of... So there's another thing I want to say is that um um men if you're gonna to talk to a guy you you know, a guy and share with him, you can't share forever. Mm-hmm. He's not gonna remember that stuff because he's too busy trying to figure out what's the point of this conversation. Right? So, mm-hmm. if he's a little distracted or he's in the middle of something you really need to talk, you need to say something that sounds like this. Honey, I really need to talk. I only need like three minutes of your time, and I will promise to be brief. And then you, you've got to make sure that you know the two or three most important things you want him to, to know about, what you want to talk about. So you got to, like, summarize what you're going to say. Normally with your girlfriends, you would just talk and y'all would talk and then, you know, heart to heart. And there is no point except for I just want you to know how I feel and I want you to, I want to know how you feel about how I feel. And, you know, we're just getting related because the more I share with you, the the more you must know that I trust you because I wouldn't tell you this stuff if I didn't trust you. So the more I share, the more I trust you. And you know that already because that's how we both talk. But men don't think that way, right? So, <laughs> so if you're talking and talking and talking and talking, but there's no point. You keep interrupting. You're going back and forth. Oh, yeah. It's like, uh, what part am I supposed to be listening to here? And then oh he gets lost. I'm guilty. 
Yeah. And then he'll get, get lost and he'll fall asleep. So, um, you don't yeah. want that. Yeah, but he's, he don't need it. Just, <laughs> yeah, it's like I, 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 my brain can't handle, you know, his brain is all over the place trying to look. Is that the point? 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 That's what his brain is doing. What's the point? Is that the point? Is that the point? Oh, wait a minute. That's the point. That's kind of like that. And that's what his brain is doing while you're talking, just to be talking. So you either, if you've got to do that, you got to tell him, and he's, he doesn't have all the time in the world, but you want to include him into your life. What you do is say, honey, I need about five minutes of your time. I got to tell you something, and I promise to get to the point. And then you get to the point. Whatever your two, three, five points are, you make sure he gets it, even if he doesn't have to do anything about it. Like you take care of his listening so he could be with you because he doesn't talk for the same reasons you do. Make sense? Yeah. Great. So I want to just make sure to put that in there. Okay, great. Um, now, next, number 15, women are or actually become unhinged, men are poised. Fear unhinges women. They can't seem to stop thinking about how bad things can go, and they may not be able to survive it, so they act very, very afraid and don't know how to not be that way. Think about the sudden appearance of a spider or a snake, and you get a complete picture of what this means. One second she's walking around doing a thing, next moment she's... And jump into safety. <laughs> You've seen that, experienced that, yes? Hello? Sorry, guilty. Yes, I was talking. I had to get on mute. But yes, I was laughing. Guilty. Yes, yes, yes. It's, it's, and, you know, it's, it's just how you are. So it's, 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 a, it's the sudden occurrence rather than the regular way of being. But I bring it up because it's in contrast to how men are, which is that men are poised. Now, when men, males, get around seven or eight years old, the world starts telling them to man up. This is their way of saying, women can be scared, but you can't, and don't be a sissy. So men want to be poised anyway, but they don't really have much choice. So they fall in line, and at some point their intentions take over, realizing that their way to success is through maintaining their composure under pressure. Everything they do as they grow up helps them learn how to be this way from sports and games to the dating arena where they're not allowed to show their pain if a girl rejects them or if they fail in any way. They'll get laughed at and exiled from the cool kids' camp. That's too much pressure, so they learn to maintain their poise in tough situations. What's great about that in relationships is that men stay on guard for women like the guards at the royal palace in England, while his woman gets to not worry about being scared since her knight in shining armor is protecting the turf they live on. Plus, he doesn't care that she screamed with fear from something happening because he gets a chance to come save her, and they both can be happy he saves her. It works. Have you noticed that guys, it doesn't bother a guy in the least when a woman's like, oh, 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 and then she's trying to catch her breath and trying to, you know, straighten stuff out. But have you noticed that guys don't care about that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the reason why they don't care about that is because they know that's how you do it, and they know they're not supposed to do that, and they know they're supposed to, that's the opportunity for them to do something for you. 
it's actually almost a benefit for us because you can't even say, don't help me when it happens <laughs> because you two shook up tonight. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, oh, my God, I get a chance to do something. Watch this. I get to save them now. It's kind of like that, you know. I'll take care of this, honey. And he gets a chance to be that. Guys do not be like, why are you so scared? They'll say that. Now, a woman would say that to a guy, especially if she's not scared. Why are you so scared? Yeah, hey, girl. Show up with that. But guys have no problem with you. will be like, oh, my God. <laughs> we almost like it because we know you are. Wow. And, we can, and we almost like it. We're not, like, saying you should go walking around with that. But that's almost like a good position for us. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, yeah, it's like a little baby said, Mom, you picked me up. And you're like, oh, I picked you not. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like that. <laughs> so, all right. So anyhow, um, uh, you know, feel free to be, you know, un- unhinged all you want. We don't care. We, we, we kind of like it, really. We don't like it all day, <laughs> every day. We don't like it all day, every day, but we like it. You know? So you're saying something? Oh, no, I was saying... Wait, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, no, I was agreeing with you. Okay, okay, yeah. All right, number 16. Pardon? Women? Okay, I'm oh, sorry. No, I'm sorry. Okay. muted because um, the noise back up, but no, I'm here. Okay, good. Number 16. Women are sticklers. Sticklers of details. Men are relaxers. <laughs> women, when they want something, especially from a man, will be all over him until he gets it done completes the task she wants them to. In a sense, women are sticklers. They not only stay all over him on getting it done, they also stay all over him about how to do it, when it needs to be done by, and every other detail imaginable because they're sticklers to details when it comes to what they want. Why is this? Because they need to make sure things are done right so they can feel safe and secure. Why else? <laughs> Another thing, most women have a hard time understanding or accepting the fact that men don't care anywhere near as much about the details of things as women do. Women have a hard time understanding that. That's because men don't worry about things not working since they're the ones that make things work. And even if they were as detail-oriented as the average woman, they wouldn't be micromanaging their woman anywhere near as much as a woman is likely to micromanage a man unless he's an abuser in the early stages of their relationship and he's setting the stage for going all the way in, if you know what I'm saying. That aside, women don't feel comfortable unless everything is done perfectly or really, really close. Men, on the other hand, are like screensavers. Unless they're needed to do something that no one else can do, they relax or do nothing. They enjoy doing nothing. They enjoy not thinking, hanging out, playing around with their boys, or in their man cave. They're a lot like firefighters because they know they're going to have to work hard or harder. But until then, they're going to enjoy doing nothing. (laughs) When it's really time to do something, they'll give their all. In the meantime, they're chilling. (laughs) How this can work in a relationship is by letting men relax without bothering them and when it's time to handle life, they'll give their life 
for you if necessary and do it with pride. They'll also think you must really care about them and trust them because you leave them alone long enough for them to recharge their batteries and be able to take on the world again. And when they give their all, you'll be proud of your knight in shining armor as he does whatever is needed to save you and y'all's empire. <laughs> in addition, which I didn't write down, but I'm just going to say it, is that um, when a woman leaves a man alone, she's telling him that she trusts him. She's got to be able to trust him enough to leave him alone and wait for him to come back when he's ready to come back. Because in addition to expressing that she trusts him, She's also giving him something. She's giving him a gift. She's giving him the gift of missing him. And what that means is he's doing his thing. He's, you know, trying to replug, reboot, you know, unplug, unplug, whatever. And then all of a sudden, once he gets himself sorted out and, and organized and settled, he's like, wait a minute. Oh, my honey. And then he misses you. And then he comes over and he wants to be with you. So, you have to learn how to give men the gift of missing you, which means that when he's busy, you should find something for you to do so you don't be distracted and have your brain overanalyzing and eating you alive trying to figure out why he's not talking to you. Yeah, so, that part, sorry to interject, but um, that part of the, the situation, I actually um, really implore, I think the, the problem, you know, if you do that with the untrustworthy person, then there's no disability. However, um, you know, that's the fun part to me because, you know, I like to, you know, do my hair and my, you know, girl stuff. So I have, like, mm. one or two people there's that trust. Like, that's, that's normal. It's just how it kind of is with kids. Like, no one really wants to be, you know, 24-7 up under someone. It's more about that coming back, I think that makes it special, but being able to, like, trust, like, I don't, you know, want to be worrying about this or that, so I think, you know, making sure it's a trustworthy person, but um, yeah. I like that aspect, like, you know, yeah, no, no, go, go away, I need to have, you know, an inex- inexplainable girl things to do, so. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, yes. it's like, <laughs> you can't yes. you know, no, I don't want to be all about you, so I, I actually like that part of it, but. It's true that um, it seems like just today maybe it's just, I, mean, I don't know, people like, you know, said Facebook makes it easier to cheat and things like that, but just maybe how we're so connected to where, you know, not only are people, I feel, cheating more easily because of things like, you know, Facebook, but also people are losing trust in their relationships a lot more easily. Sometimes without merit, you know, they'll see someone comment on something from Facebook and they'll think, oh, this person this person, you know, messing with my, my partner or something like that. You know, it's just, it gives them too much to do in, in some ways. And so um, I like the whole idea of, you know, the masculine time, the feminine time, you know, just that, that being the part. There's no need to be completely with each other 24-7 at all. Yeah. Well, I'm going to say something else about, something else about today's dating. Yes. We're, in a, we're in a new era of life in so many ways. You know, when, when um, you know, in the early days of humanity, we were agriculturalists. First we were hunters and gatherers. Then we became agriculturalists. Then we became, you know, <laughs> uh, 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 quote-unquote, civilized. 
And then we became industrialized, uh-huh. right? And so up until the Industrial Revolution, men and women would get together for instinctive purposes mostly, whether it was an arranged, mm-hmm. mar- an arranged marriage or it's a purpose yeah. of survival. They got together because it was almost like they had to. So, yeah. Right? So then, um, um, you know, first off, it was the man protected her, and then, you know, he, she made him feel good and took care of him while he went out to take care of it. So, so it was protection and, and survival and resource accumulation. And to some degree, it's the same way it is today, but the, 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 the way it goes is so different now. So, for example, you know, there was the time when, you know, um, uh, women, you know, the women's liberation movement from um, yeah. suffrage and voting up until, you know, the, 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 uh, what do you call it, the birth control pill and, you know, the 60s yeah. with, with all of that stuff, right? So, yeah. you know, so then women started standing up and they're like, I don't need no man. And that what they, that's what they needed to say to themselves in order to get power. But now what happens is, now what's the man supposed to do now? If you don't need him, you still you still need him. You just don't need him the way you did, and you're trying to stand up and have your own independence. But now, now what do you do now? So, you know, men over the last two generations, for the most part, have lost their way in relationships because women have been re- yeah. redefining how they want to be in a relationship, and men don't know how to keep up because y'all have redefined how you want to be in a relationship. And so men don't yeah. know. And so well, before it used to be survival, there's no need for survival anymore. You could you could be a, a billionaire practically from your bedroom, never actually have to leave if you wanted to, right? And you had the skill set. Mm-hmm. So in today's world, it's like, why should I be together? Before you would be together because you needed to survive, right? You know, I love yeah. was there, but but survival made the love more um, uh, reliable, more stable to some degree, like. People would stay well, yeah. committed to the relationship because they were scared about what their life would be like if they wasn't, both the men and the women. The women to much more degree, but, but to the man too, you know? And so yeah. in, in today's world, nobody ever before now ever really understood relationships. That's the problem that's yeah. going on now, that people never understood relationships. But now you're forced to have to learn how to understand relationships yeah. because that's all that's left. We don't need each other for anything. Now we could want to be with each other, but if you don't know how to be in, in inside a free choice relationship, then you're just yeah. going to be struggling, and that's the problem. People don't know how to be in a relationship. Nobody ever taught them because their parents didn't teach them because they didn't have to because they were too busy surviving with each other and needing each other too much. But now we don't need each other. How do we be with each other when we don't need each other? That's the problem with today's uh, relationship situation in, yeah. in a nutshell. Makes total sense, right? No, you know, when you put it like that, and I don't know if I can say that I'm really for, like, I think there's good and bad about both, but I think there should be that love, but I'm also the fan of you can grow to love someone. And so mm-hmm. I see, you know, I don't like this the minute marriage, divorce, estate, or, you know, they call it a 27-year itch. People like my parents' age who are divorced because after the kids are grown, like, wait a minute, who are you and why did I marry you? They don't right. know each other anymore. So I'm not for that. I think, like, you know, coming from two different cultures, I've always, I always like to look at both sides as much as I can. And when I look at the situation, I think there's good and bad to both, but you have to respect nature. And yes. 
with that having that masculine leadership. And I think the feminism movement completely, you know, it was a slap in the face. You know, they thought they were slapping men in the face and getting something from it. But you have to look at the family structure today and how destroyed it was because of it. When men don't have that respect and authority that they need and deserve, you know, because you can't do it on your own. You can't make a child on your own. You can't even <laughs> raise one. <laughs> I know I know what I'm talking about on that one, on your own. So to selfishly want all of that, it's like an apple wanting to be tilled the way a banana is tilled, wants to be treated like a banana. It's like you're not. You're an apple. We need the vitamins and nutrients from you, but you're an apple. And right. we don't respect, like, everyone's position. It's just like an orchestra. You know, this, don't be a, a mad violinist and a singer. A singer's a singer. You're a violinist. You know, it's about playing your role to the best of its capacity. That's how you get that beautiful sound. So that's where that harmony of successful families come from is when, you know, you have, you know, I believe, the spiritual headship, which, you know, I believe is creator, and then the husband, which is the leader of the family. Like, you know, like, for, look at all, like you said, with the feminism movement. We have TV shows that teach you how to disrespect men, but even now, um, a funny thing is how we go to work and we respect our boss immediately, like if it's a man or a woman. But if it's a man, women will respect that man like a god. But they come home and they talk back to their husbands. I was like, I've never, this is the man that's providing for you, that's, you know, father of your children. Like, why would you respect a stranger and not like, so that whole disconnect that we've been taught through, you know, this recent, like you said, these last two generations, it's wreaked havoc on relationships. And I'm not saying it's produced players, but it's almost like you said, like they're kind of like fumbling around like, what do I, well, how do I, and what do I, you know, it's like, it's, there's, there's been errors on both sides, but everyone's suffering from it. So yeah, yeah. I, I just, I, I think I prefer the, the way before. <laughs> so I have to pick yeah. one. <laughs> well, you know, it's an opportunity <laughs> for us to learn a new way, you know I mean? At some point, you know, when, when uh, humanity learned about agriculture and then learned about, um, um, you know, um, industry and then learned about commerce and then learned about the, um, uh, the industrial, you know, revolution, you know, we had to learn new stuff. I mean, like we're learning the Internet and social media in particular, right? Like social media keeps changing so much. There's no way to be able to, like, what, what, what was worked last year? It's not working right now all that much on social media. What worked well, last month didn't work last, uh, won't work right now because Google just came out actually with something which you were prepared for because we did your website where um, I'll let you in on the secret. They no, they're knocking down every website that, that that's not mobile friendly. Ooh, oh, my God. Yep. Yeah, see. If you're not mobile just... friendly. Uh-huh. Wow. So, uh, <laughs> ouch. So they are knocking you out of page one. Wow, wow, got it, totally got it. Mm-hmm. So listen, 90% of the people on my page are looking at my page from their phone, mobile device. They just are. So exactly. I totally just got it. Like 90% of them is women, and 90% of them, 88% of them is looking from the mobile device. It's like crazy. It's not even close. So exactly. I totally get it. So, but yeah, you know, this, this, this little thing we just did, I'm almost wanting to – Take that little piece out, the little three, four minutes that we just did, take it out of yes. the audio and put it on my thing with your voice in it, like the conversation we just had. I'm just like, that was so awesome. You know, I'm for it. I got it. Yeah, I'm like, oh, my God. This is, you know, I'll say this is a conversation I had with one of my clients. My client gave me permission to say this, and, you know, here we go. And it's going to blow everybody's yeah. mind that listens to it, whether they're an expert or not, if this will. You know what I mean? So I'm like really thinking, hmm, maybe I should – do that with that, you know. Uh, yes, my permission. <laughs> I agree to it. 
You have my Great. permission. Great, because that was that was stunning, and it was <laughs> so needed, and it was so succinct. You know what I mean? Like, Thank and, you. yeah, it was just it just was phenomenal. So, okay, got it. Oh, yeah, um, that was that was freaking phenomenal. <laughs> um, awesome. So, all right. So, um, here we go. So, I'm going to go into number seventeen now. Now that we, you know, went there, uh, I'm going to go seventeen. Number seventeen is that women worry. Women are warriors. Men are warriors. <laughs> Ain't going to war. Um, women worry about many things all the time. It's part of the safety and security issue. Until everything is handled. No time to relax. If a woman is poor, she'll worry about the rent, food for the kids, etc. If a woman is a millionaire, she may worry about how long that will that money last, or can she grow it, or are there any men she can get with who has uh, more, so she doesn't have to worry about financial security safety. It applies to every every area of life, from health issues to attending their thirtieth high school reunion, and what will they think? Uh, what will they think about how she looks after all this time? <laughs> They yeah, being her classmates, true. right? Right. Men worry, but not for the same. Yeah, yeah, right. So, men worry, but not for the same reasons. Men worry about being successful in every area of life, whether it be getting into a great relationship or building a new business. But the difference here is that men will become nonstop mentally and emotionally about making things happen because for them, it's succeed or die. Men know that no one is coming to save them. So they either need yeah. to win or succeed. Yeah, let me say that again. Men know that no one is coming to save them. So they either need to win and succeed or expect to be exiled for failing. They take a military mindset to accomplishing their aspirations, goals, and intentions. They may worry about it, but not enough to keep them from doing whatever it takes to make their visions a reality. This is one of those areas where men become doers, and that's all there is to it. Mm-hmm. How how this can contribute to your relationship is that when he's in warrior mode, invite him to talk about his dreams and goals. If that doesn't okay. work, listen for when he lets those things slip out of his mouth and begin asking him questions. Some of the questions that should not be asked are the following. And you don't want to ask these kind of questions. What you thinking about? Would you like to talk Sorry. about it? Are you there? Yes. Can I'm you so hear me? Can you hear me? My earpiece, yeah. The last yeah, phrase it's... I caught was one of the questions that should not be asked. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Some of the questions that should not be asked are the following. What you thinking about? Don't ask me. <laughs> Would you like to talk about what you're thinking about? Don't ask him that. Don't ask him anything that's like an invitation to have a conversation. And here's why. So, you know, you, you, you've probably heard, you know, men can worry about when a woman says, you know, you know, we have to talk. How he hears that is, we don't have to talk. No, we have to talk about what I did wrong. That's what you really need. Right? It's code for you messed up and we need to straighten you out, right? So he don't want to talk about that kind of stuff. He don't want to have that conversation. So anything that's going to make him think, uh-oh, this is going to be a long conversation and I can't nothing I'm going to do about it. Anything like that, uh-uh. But, you know, just asking questions directly related to whatever you heard him say or know he's dealing with. 
when when he trusts, you're only there to support him rather than trying to tell him what to do. And you, when you know, and you're not in stickler mode, then he'll hear your conversation as partnership, and will welcome it. If and when he's stuck, if he's stuck and he trusts your partnership, he will have a conversation with you. But if he's stuck and he does not trust your partnership, he will just work through it because he doesn't care about feelings. Feelings is not going to make the, the produce the result. So if you're not going to help him produce the result, and 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 or you're going to help him, but you're going to dominate him, he'd rather just do it on his own. If you come from the standpoint of being his partner, helping him listen to greatness out of him, support him around what he's dealing with without you needing him to give it to you your way, then if you don't do that, you'd be better off leaving him alone and waiting for him to come to you because he'll hear your conversations as fixing him, which is not what a man wants his woman to do since she wouldn't want to fix him if she thought of him as a success. Mm-hmm. You know, let me say that again. You wouldn't want to fix your man if you thought he was so great that he couldn't, he didn't need fixing. Mm-hmm. But when you come to him to fix him, then you're not, when, when men come to women to fix them, they come in from service. There's nothing wrong with you. They just want to serve you. But when women come to men to fix men, there's something wrong with us. Otherwise, you would leave us alone and be cheering for us. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know? And so, mm-hmm. you know, for us, it's an opportunity to make a difference. For y'all, it's like, nah, man, I need to maintain my safety and security. Dude, you need to do it this way. So unless you can mm-hmm. contribute to his winning, shut up and let him come to you or let him work it out, you know, like that. All right? Mm-hmm. And should there ever be, um, like you were saying, you know, what not to, as far as, like, ask and what not, like, when are those moments, is there a proper way to suggest, you know, if you wanted um, to, if you would, like, you know, you don't want to say those exact phrases you say don't say, but what could you say? <laughs> well, you could say something like, you know, it looks like you're having a hard time at work. Or, you know, I heard you on that phone call, and it didn't sound like it was going good. Would you want to talk about it or, you, you know, anything like, oh, I got it. You know, if he says, I got it, don't ask him twice. Because guys okay. don't do, okay. cause, yeah, cause guys don't say, oh, I don't want to talk about it. They really want you to keep asking them. Men don't do that. <laughs> Men are yeah, candid. Uh. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, yeah, yes, yes. We're candid and direct. We really meant it. <laughs> you know? <laughs> wow. <laughs> we're horrible. So we be like, it's like yes means no and no means <laughs> Yeah, but, but only certain uh, times because sometimes no means no and sometimes yes means yes. no. And yes, mm-hmm. and sometimes and yes means yes. And who knows? I don't know. What, what time is it? I don't know. Like, that's the best we got. Like, what time is it now? I don't know. <laughs> oh, my God. It's like, it's like, what time is it in Tanzania right now? Oh, I, 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 I don't, well, as Donald Trump once said, Tanzania. <laughs> wow. Oh, he messed it up. So scared of messing up. President. Yeah, presidents <laughs> don't know how to say a country name. You've got to be kidding me. You can't do that. You know? Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> Tanzania. That's what he said. That was hilarious. I'm not shocked. <laughs> I am not shocked. Okay, next. Um, 
women are aggressive and men are progressive. So share with them the difference. Women want what they want, and even though they're not direct, they are very aggressive. Women want their life mm-hmm. going the way they want their life to go, and really, there's nothing that will get in the way most of most women around us because women are natural leaders. Women can see yeah. what's coming. Yeah, y'all can see what's coming down the pike. You're already thinking ahead of time. You see solutions often before oh, yeah. men see the problems, and you're ever vigilant about making tomorrow works. That you can relax and not worry about safety and security. Not every single woman on the planet is aggressive this way, but, but women are aggressive in their own ways, even if it's only about taking care of their children. Yep. Mm-hmm. Men. I'm just men, Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, it's funny. Uh, I don't know if I share with you this, but uh, I went to this business school uh, in the 1980s because I, I was like, what am I going to do in my life? And I decided, let me go to uh, business school and get me some business training. I went to this business school called Royal Business Institute. It was on uh, 18th Street and, uh, in Manhattan, Manhattan on the west side. Anyhow, I went in there, and uh, I saw there was so many, it, like, the women outnumbered the men, like, five to one, looked like. And I was like, wow, this is great. I got so many women in here. And I'm looking around, and I'm flirting around, and all of a sudden, and all of a sudden, I realized, oh, they started noticing me. They started noticing, like, they was looking at me and checking me out. Like, they was inspecting me. So if I was talking to one woman, there's like seven women looking at me, and they had their own opinions about me. I was like, I was, I was on, I was on display, and I did not know it. And they, some of them, I felt like at one point, a couple of different times, I felt like they thought I was a loose cannon. I was like, oh, you know what? Let me sit back and watch. Let me sit back and watch them. And so I did. So I was in that school for nine months, and for that time I was in the school, I really started watching how women work to get guys' attention. So in addition to me having my pick-up artist skill set with the flirting and the challenging and the touching and the jokes, I also noticed that women like to position themselves in certain ways and will say things that make men think that they're, you know, that the men had the idea when it's really she inspired them and gave them the confidence to come forward. Oh, them. sorry. Yes. yes. You're laughing because you know it's true, right? It's scary. You really were paying attention because... It's very true, yes. I know. I watched it for nine months. It was amazing. And I was like, okay, I can, I can chillax now because I see what y'all doing. So, then I, so that from that point forward, I only start doing what they did to us. I did to them, and it works. So it was fine. You know? uh, <laughs> and when women play with their hair and they touch the guy on the shoulder, yeah. same thing, the same thing, same thing, right? <laughs> so y'all are aggressive just indirect. Very aggressive and fierce on top of that. Like fierce, like like to the death fierce, but just indirect. And so it makes men think that y'all are not aggressive. But, that, but nothing could be further from the truth. And if a man has any question, any question about the, about the aggressiveness of a woman, watch her put him through divorce. He will lose his brain and everything that he's got. <laughs> Wow. Yes. You want to know how aggressive a man is? Watch her and him. Watch her husband and wife go through the force when they're mad at each other. It's just not going to go well for you. So, anyhow. So, men are aggressive, but they take aggressiveness to another level. 
men are progressive. In other words, men don't just want what they want. They want to move things forward so they don't have to worry about going for the things they already went for and achieved as much as they can given what they're committed to accomplishing. The difference between the two is that women want to make sure now and tomorrow is safe and secure or that you're dead <laughs> or that you're theirs. Uh, whereas men want things working such that they can be successful today and tomorrow. So this means men need to make progress towards their goals. Women don't think that way because the goal is safety and security. They're thinking, how much more secure can I get? Whereas men are thinking, how much more successful can I get? Men want to make things bigger and better, sort of like expanding market share or expanding the size of their country if they were the leader of that country. Women want to make things easier, safer, more secure. The results can be the same, but the result, but the reason behind it couldn't be more different. So men, you know, like like Hitler was success was was um, successful and he was aggressive, but he was progressive, even though he was taking the planet backward. In his mind, he was being successful. He was being not successful. He was being um, progressive. He was making progress. Yeah towards his goal, towards, you know, making this a, a completely white planet, you know, like the uh, Aryan race and all that other stuff. So um, that's how men operate. If we want to, you know, be, be succeeding in our uh, goal as being a top salesman, we don't want to just be the sales, top salesman with like 10%, to, but we won by 10%. No, we want to win by 20% next month, by 50% the month after that, and by 200% at the end of next year. We just want to keep progressing, keep moving forward. That's what us. That's how we think about it. We're aggressive, but towards expansion, more, better, different, whatever. Where y'all are like, I want what I want. I need to be okay now. That's the end of that. Screw that. What? What are you talking about? Please get out of my way. All right. <laughs> that's y'all. True. You know, so that's that. Um, that's that difference. Number 19 and number 20, I love these. So I'll tell you, you know, um, that was number 18. Um, men, uh, Women are aggressive. Men are progressive. Uh, number 19, women are lovers. Men are relators. This is one of the biggest differences, and I kind of like it to be last because this is where men and women are seen to be so close in their viewpoints of how to deal with relationships but they couldn't be, but but they're so they're close enough that you would think this would work, but they're far enough away for it to not work, and they can't tell how come. This is the conversation I'm gonna give you that's gonna support that. Okay, so okay, women are lovers, men are relators. Women love the idea of love, the feeling of love, the experience of love. Men love to be in love, but they think of love slightly differently. Men need to be related to and respected by the person they're in love with. Women need to feel loved and understood. It's different enough to cause problems when those objectives are not achieved because they can seem so close to identical until you look for what's missing when something's missing. For example, the man would be feeling like he loves his woman completely because he can relate to her in at least 
before they can get into any disagreements, that she respects him. But if she doesn't feel understood by him, then his relating to her won't help because she doesn't want to be related to, she wants to be understood. And he'll be wondering what he did that he did wrong. On the, yes. on the other Amen. hand, on the, yes. On the other hand, and she's trying to understand him, but he doesn't feel that she's putting herself in his shoes, doesn't know how hard it is for him to do the things he needs to do to take care of her, then hear her safety and security issues pop up. He now feels like a failure because all he's done, the effort he's put in, means nothing to her because she's complaining. And if she's complaining, it must be because he's failing to make her happy, not knowing it's all about safety and security for her and not happiness. So if you're feeling the love but you can't relate to how his life is, he's like, you just don't get me. And if he's relating to you like y'all on the same page, but you don't have the experience that he feels your unique experience, then you're going to be like, you're not really paying attention. You don't really get me. It's close. It's so close but different that that's a major problem because it's so close. How could it not be the same on the court? You follow? Does this make sense? You Sorry, me? I have to... Um, oh. Yeah, no, I'm I'm with you. I set the password back in my phone. Sorry, but no, yeah. I was just thinking about that because it's one of those what you call it double-edged swords. Yes, like you said, it's so close, but it's like and at the same time, it's so crucial. And I think it's kind of plaguing relationships today because, yes. um, like you said, why is she being disrespectful and nagging and whining because she's misunderstood? Right. That's yeah. and, very crucial. Right. right. And why he walks away is because he doesn't feel respected and related to. Like, she can't see how it was like being him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, that's, to me, it's spot on. It is spot on. Yeah. It's so close that you can't tell. But it's huge. You know, it's a huge, it's a huge um, difference because... Because of this, this, the subtlety of it, that it's hard to pick up, hard to recognize. Men, men love that women are all emotional. Men need that. It makes them more connected to their own emotions. And when she's mature and responsible, she becomes the safest, most enjoyable place to be because she makes him feel better when she's around than when she's not. Men relating to women makes it easy for them to do the things they know they need to do to take care of her because if she were in his shoes, excuse me, because if he was in her shoes, he'd do for himself what he does for her. Let me say that again because I can see how that might not have landed quite because I twisted the word up. Men, Men love that women are all emotional. Men need women's emotions. It makes men feel more connected to their own emotions. And when she's mature and responsible, she becomes the safest, most enjoyable place for him to be because she can make him feel better when she's around him than when she's not. 
when men relate to women, what happens is for men, relating to women makes it easy for them to do the things they know they need to do to take care of her. Because if he were in her shoes, he'd do for himself what he does for her, and she'd feel safe, secure, and adored, just like she did when she was young, and her daddy took care of her. Exactly. In his mind, if he can relate to her, he could, that's his access to providing for you. That he can see what it's like for you, and that he does what it needs to, he needs to do to take care of you. But him mm-hmm. connecting to your feelings won't give him access necessarily to doing what you need him to do, because that's in the world of feeling, not in the world of doing. Consequently, on the other side, if a woman could put herself in his shoes, put herself in the shoes of the man in her life, they'd fall so much more in love with them than they could ever imagine. And if men knew how much women needed emotional stimulation, understanding, and to be adored like they were when they were young and adorable, (laughs) their man would be her hero. And she wouldn't be able to stop being amazed by him and what he does. Easy, so, yes, regardless of income. <laughs> right. Well, you know what? I like the sound of that because right now I'm still working on my income. So I like the sound of that. I ain't going to tell you no lie. But it's but, true. It's true, you know, because it's, uh, it's, it's about that because, like, you know, I went to school in Malibu where we had a lot of rich people who were miserable. So that doesn't fix that, like what you said, that feeling that we need to have of having a hero, like, it's actually worse because you're, like, unmiserable, you go shopping and stuff, but no, we just want that. <laughs> That's exactly mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. Yeah. And so the secret for you is to constantly put yourself in your shoes. Okay. When you could do that, then you can relate to him, and then you can see how hard it must be for him because it's, hard, it's so hard for him, you probably couldn't do half the stuff that he needs to do for you. So the fact that he actually does it and does it without thinking, without even asking for anything, really, he just does it because he does it for the same reason you take care of your babies. You know, like he's, he's honored to do that. It's, it's, it's his joy to do that. He just can't take away his joy by complaining. Yeah, that's so true. That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. You complain, you know, after a while, y'all, I, mean, I ain't doing this no more, man. She's going to complain again. And I don't know how to make it stop complaining, so I ain't doing nothing. I'm watching TV. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that goes, right? So, that makes you, so, so you relating to him will give him permission to relate to you, and when he gets good at relating to you and you get on the same page, at some point you'll be able to start teaching him how to understand your feelings. Mm-hmm. Make sense? No, it makes perfect sense. Yeah, yeah. He, you, he can't. He won't figure it out because again, it's so close that if you don't help him figure it out, he mean he'll never figure it out. I mean, nobody figures this stuff out unless somebody figured it out and they started teaching it. This is not intuitively understood or recognized. You know what I mean? It's too refined, too subtle for you know most people. So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, all right, good. So now, last, number 20. Women are praisers. Men are acknowledgers. Praise sounds a lot like cheering, but praise is more specific. 
And acknowledgement sounds like cheering and praising, but acknowledgement is more specific. So women will praise a man when she feels he deserves it. What that looks like is she'll let him know how she feels and how much she appreciates what he did. It's more personal than cheering in that she'll let him know this directly. When she does this, it leaves him with the experience of being successful, and he's likely to be deeply moved. Men, on the other hand, don't just praise their woman, but they tell her exactly what she did, how she did it, and why it was so great, whatever he's talking about with her. The difference between acknowledgement and praise is that praise is emotional and acknowledgement is specifically about results. Women love being okay. acknowledged. Now, women love being acknowledged because they don't often know or believe they're doing a good job at something. So when a man tells her how successful she was, she gains a higher sense of confidence and self-esteem in addition to feeling adored and loved. The man, when he gets praised, feels he's being acknowledged for being successful. In other words, his interpretation of your praise is acknowledgement. He doesn't hear safety or security in anything anyone says unless there's a car or train wreck about to happen or just happened. Other than that, his entire life is about success, and everything that comes out of anyone's mouth is either he's successful or he's not. And in this area, is no, no exception. So when you praise him, it sounds like acknowledgement, but he doesn't know how to praise the same way you do. He will acknowledge you specifically about what happened. He'll talk about the, the, uh, what he did and the impact it had on you. But he will talk about, he may bring up the impact, what you did had on him or not, but he'll more likely tell you that dress looks good on you because it makes your waist look slimmer, it tightens off your shoulders, and, it, you know, and also I love the way your, your legs look in the dress. Like he'll say something specific like that. It's the right color, you went to the right store. Like mm-hmm. then it'll be more specific in that sense. So... Um, this is a 23-page recap. I'm going to send it to you as a document, not as a email, because it's way too long. <laughs> okay. Okay. No, I appreciate that. You know, it's um, like I said, I I love the points that were brought up, and they're just so relevant. And I like that they're very um, practical to put into use. It's very black yeah. and white. There's no misunderstanding, and it's just like one of those aha moments. Each of them. Yes. So. Yeah, I love it. Thank you so much. Great, great. Uh, so let me let me conclude this uh, by saying okay. that um, uh, men speak and listen from success, and women speak and listen from safety and security. The more you understand and realize this, the more you listen to the speaker from the point of view they have and are coming from, the better your chances of making a relationship with them work. The better uh, chances you have. Uh, to see who they really are, the better your chances of saving yourself loads of pain and basically be happier in life than you ever could without knowing this stuff. Safety and security, along with success, runs the human race, period. Use it or be abused by it, but it's not going to change for you any more than the rain coming down is going to stop because you don't like it. Don't resist the opposite sex because if you do, you won't like it and they still won't change. 
it'll be like expecting a spider to stop making webs or horses to stop running fast. Mm -hmm. That's just the way we were created. And I think, from what I've seen, the creator had a very good idea in making us the way he did. So don't make it. So that's my uh, conclusion around this. And um, uh, that's, that concludes the um, portion called the top 20 differences between men and women. So we're going to go into the next thing because we got a little bit more time here. We, we, you know, we give you at 90 minutes. We, we started at about uh, 425 right now in Eastern Standard. It's now 532. I can go you know, a little longer if you're okay with that. It, would it be all right to stop it now for me? No, no, have, um... no, 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 okay. no, no, fine. I was just doing you, you know, the favor to you. I'm, you know, please, yeah, absolutely, no problem. I can stop right here. No, I'm and sorry, because I had some, some, some people tonight, so um, I think it got a little miscoordinated. But, no, um, I still really, really enjoyed the second portion of it, so I'm glad I got that. And the email that I'll get with this will have all 20 of them on there with the explanations, right? Yes. What's going to happen is I'm going to give okay. you the email. I'm going to give you the titles in the, the body of the email, and then I'm going to attach a document with everything that I, all the points that I read in detail to you. Okay. Awesome. Right. So the document is I found out from sending it to my client last week. This document is 23 pages. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like okay. a one, yeah, it's like a, a page per difference or something, you know. So, um, yeah. So anyhow, so that'll be that. So just to let you know, um, we we've, we've concluded half of the program, meaning there's four parts okay. to the program. The first part was to get you get to, to to clear your your view so you can actually see men where they really are. Um, so we went through that. You know, we talked about who you need to be and how what you like being a man and that stuff. Then the second portion, which we just completed, is how men really are. And so now you got a sense of that. And by the way, the more you think about this, the deeper it'll go. You'll never stop having revelations if you give this give yourself over to these top twenty differences. You'll never know it completely. Okay. Yeah, and I'm and I'm saying this because I'm the guy to create this, and I and tomorrow I'm gonna learn something about women. I, I'm sure, you know. <laughs> Oh, that's good. It's like evergreen. Yeah. So I love that. Right, right. And so the next awesome. things we're going to the next two portions are uh, aspects of this program will be one to actually now I can teach you how to qualify men because now you understand them enough to actually be able to qualify them and not get confused by your own mental filters. And then after I teach you how to qualify them, I'm going to teach you how to have them wrap you wrap. Around, wrap them around your fingers. Yeah, that's important. <laughs> yes, I thought it might be. <laughs> so, so anyhow, so that's that. Um, you know, you let me know. I want to say we should do next Thursday because Tuesday and Wednesday I'm going to be tied up. I'm going to be on the run next week. Um, so okay. I'm, I'm hoping we can do the same time next week. Okay, normally that should work. Um, I'll let you know um, before then. But normally yes. it should be okay. I said double-check um, an appointment, and other than that, it should be cool. Awesome. All right. Well, um, that concludes this section here. This was huge, and, um, um, you know, I'm, I'm joyful okay. about it. And, um, Thank you, too. Thank you very yeah, much. Yeah, uh, you know, you should, you know, listen to the recordings every once in a while. I don't know if you haven't opened up your, your Dropbox folder, but 
No, I haven't had a chance to actually like somehow go like, you know, reading back over the emails and then actually <laughs> I found myself reading through the stuff I posted on your website. <laughs> the actual okay. Okay. I was That's fine. go check that out. So That's fine. Beautiful. All right, cool. So that's all I got. I will um, talk to you next week, and you know we'll we'll be back at okay. four. You get the you get the video, um, you know, probably tomorrow. I want to say because um, uh, I don't know if I'm going to shoot it now. It's kind of late. Not that it's all that late, but um, I want to do it while okay. the sun is still a little brighter than it is right now. So we'll see. But um, um, right. oh, wait a what's wrong with me? I'm, I'm I'm in a dark room. What's wrong with me? It's fine outside. What's wrong with me? All right. So anyhow, uh, we'll talk, and um, that's all I got. Awesome. I appreciate it. It was a great session. I thank you so much. My pleasure. Talk to you later. Okay. Have a good one. Take care. Bye-bye. You here. Bye.